What is going on, guys? AJ Murphy back in the booth. What is up, people? Miles Vandenboom, ready to talk some sports. Yes, sir. Uh... Progressing and moving on and into this holiday weekend, so we're going to drop the episode a little early for y'all. Yeah, I mean, some big Thanksgiving games, obviously going to have to, you know, talk about those a little bit. Some games to maybe be excited for. Thankful yeah, for. A couple, a couple games to be thankful for, and then one where you're like... One where you're like, I cannot watch this. So we'll start with the one that you maybe should not watch, and that'll be, you know, all the things line up. Bears, Lions... On Fox with Joe Buck calling. Ah, oh, it just doesn't get worse. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely at this point, enjoy your turkey mash, but whatever you're doing, just but that's just like do early. That. I feel like nobody's doing early. anything. Early. It's weird. I don't know. For me, like I usually my family does it earlier, so that's when I'll I'll well, have it. Good. But then I have like the night going on too, so I'll miss the miss the night games. Unfortunately, Ugh. yeah. Ugh. Ugh. At least right. you don't have to work at PacSun anymore. That is true. Those were some tough times, man. I've been thinking about that. That's so funny that you say that because, like, I was in I was in PacSun today, and I was just like going through. <laughs> <it>. I was <laughs> just like kind of judging and yeah, laughing a little bit too. Like, thank God I don't have to do this anymore. Um, but yeah, so I mean, some big games. This first one, Lions Bears. I don't even know really what to say on this game. No Probably Matthew Stafford. Boring. No Matthew Stafford. <sighs> Hopefully he gets healthy soon. Um, yeah, he was having a career year before he went he was, out. Yeah, he was going off. They were really lighting lighting defenses up, throwing the ball downfield. Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones both just ridiculous numbers. And with Jeff Driscoll, yeah, don't necessarily know. I mean, two weeks ago had a really solid week. Had a very nice week. Who was that against? I cannot remember for the life of me. That might have been against the Bears. I don't know, because they met not too long ago. Or maybe it was the Giants. I, think it, I don't know. I think, I think it was the Giants. I think it was the Giants. And then, you know, taking a tough L to Washington. First win for Washington. There. Yeah. Um, they just kind of let him sneak back win. in. Yeah. Dwayne Haskins, who was taking really, selfies. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, didn't... <laughs> <laughs> didn't <laughs> I, I guess he didn't kneel the ball at the end. He yeah, victory formation. Yeah, because he was, like, yeah. taking a selfie with a fan. Oh my goodness! What is going on, man? What is happening? Um, so I guess a big, big win for Washington. Uh, going into this game, I mean that Bears defense. If Washington can do what they did to Jeff Driscoll, I think Chicago should be, you know, pretty successful Sweet. in doing it. Yeah, I think they should be able to to do a good job on this Lions um, offense. And then as far as the defense goes for the Lions, it's, it's nothing crazy going against Mitch Trubisky and these, you know, these Bears. It's really no. Yeah, you know, I don't even David Montgomery, someone that I mean, I guess me personally, I was kind of excited to see what he was going to do coming into the year. Mm-hmm. I thought he might be able to get something going. Not a completely fizzled um, out. It's just he's getting the carries, but the, the production is just not there. He's literally averaging. I'm pretty sure he's averaging less than two yards per carry, Ugh. or right around there. So, no run game. Mitch Trubisky is struggling to be consistent in the pass game. Uh, as far as this one goes, I'll. I'll take the Bears, and it's just it's based on the defense. It's all I can say. The line for the Bears has been really beat up, so I you can pin it on that, you know, possibly, and also Matt Nagy's unwillingness to commit to anybody in the run game, as well as you know just yeah. having a coherent game plan that everybody is on page with. Like, oof. yeah, he's really it's just night and day compared to what he did last year with that team to Literally. what's going on this year. Coach of the year to what are you doing? It's crazy. Great defense, Benching innovative play calling. Quarterback because game. of a hemp injury. Oof. Jesus, man. 
Yeah, give me the give me the Bears though. I think they're able to sneak this one out against a Lions team that you just can't trust with Jeff Driscoll at QB. Easily. Uh Bills and Cowboys. This is a little bit more of an interesting I'm one. I'm excited for this one. Um for this, one. this, you know, kind of a little bit of a these two teams have met in the Super Bowl a couple of times, so that's you know TBT, some history. That's way back in the mix. Yeah, way back. Um, Josh Allen hoping to lead his team. Let's go, man. to the Super Bowl. They've been playing really well. I'd I'd love to see that. It's not happening, but I don't know. Just seeing Josh Allen and kind of what he's been able to do this year, it's been exciting to see. They're shooing for I the love. wild card at this oh, point. Oh yeah, they're you know there's no reason they shouldn't. I mean. I think the Steelers right now are the next team, and they're down like two games, I want to say, yeah. compared to where Buffalo is. So Buffalo's playing well. Josh Allen taking care of the ball. Really like what we're seeing from Devin Singletary. This dude is so – he's like really short and like kind of stout, but he's so quick and he makes guys miss. It It really does remind me a bit of LaShawn McCoy, a little bit smaller and uh, maybe a little bit more stout. In his and not holding the ball favorite. like a water bottle. He, oh, my God. I can't tell you how many times as an Eagles fan I had a heart attack watching Sean McCoy do that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, some really exciting pieces, and John Brown has been really solid. Lighting it really up. Really solid. As a, smoked it all fans. As a wide receiver. Smoky, man. Yeah, as a wide receiver one, he's played well. He's really looked the part. And the Bills' pass defense is one of the best in the league for sure. Um, you know, their running defense, on the other hand, isn't the best. So maybe this is where we see Zeke, but I have said that for like the last three or four weeks on this podcast and it's kind of been like... I feel like we've been waiting on that all season and then he kind of did something like a game or two like against the Eagles. Sorry. Um, I don't... It's weird. It's really weird. It's been a weird Uh, season for the Cowboys. Yeah, Dak Prescott is throwing the ball kind of all over the place. Amari Cooper, no catches last week. Granted, it was against Stephon Gilmore. Yeah, um, that was a, a really tough... I actually... I mean, I didn't see that game, but just based on the score and knowing what I knew, you know, seeing the weather, like 13-9, to 9, it's just seemed like nothing was able to get going. Did you get to see a good chunk of that game? Yeah, it was, you know... Pretty ugly. It was... I wouldn't say ugly, just things were kind of moving in slow motion, and nobody was really able to do anything. It wasn't... Yeah. The Patriots... Mm. I mean, it's not like the Patriots smoke them or anything. Yeah, it's no. I'm, I'm. I feel like once you say you're worried about the Patriots, that's when they. But I actually am. Like I am. Like I am worried. But at the same time, it's like whenever someone is worried about the Patriots, they win the rest of their games. They feel good going to the playoffs, and then they're in the Super Bowl again. So like, it's hard to really count them them out per se. But going with this game, I guess. I want to take Buffalo so bad. This would be a huge, huge Buffalo victory yeah. for me as an Eagles fan seeing the Cowboys lose this game. Uh, I, I think I would lean the Cowboys, though. I'm rooting for the Bills, but I think the Cowboys The are Cowboys aren't. I think the Cowboys, honestly, I just think that offense is a little bit. A little bit better than the Bills. They're not necessarily invincible at home during these Thanksgiving games, so it's easy to pick against them. I would go ahead and take the Bills, take the Bills. honestly. I'd love to see that. I I'd think that. Josh Allen does enough in this game. The defense, you know, for the Cowboys, we all kind of thought, you know, they, they would maybe take the next step with Leighton Van Der Esch, and then he's been kind of in and out, and Jalen Smith and all those guys, it, it hasn't really shown it's up. It's been weird. Yeah, I would have expected that defense. I thought that was going to be, you know, their strong point going in. They're going to run the ball with Zeke and have a stout defense, and it's, like, been the exact opposite. So I think this is a really good game. This is a game that I want to see. Um, you're taking Buffalo. I, I think I'm taking Dallas here, but I'm, you know – Really wishing upon a lucky star that the Bills can take this one. The nightcapper, uh, while everybody will be out shopping because all these places start 
their deals Literally, at five and six o'clock. I was gonna say like six p.m. is when we started last year at, at Paxson. It's crazy. Yeah, and then the game starts at seven fifteen. Saints and Falcons down in Atlanta. Uh, oh, these two God. teams met uh, pretty recently, and the Falcons smacked the Saints. Held them without a touchdown. No, uh, I would I would like to think that the Saints are really going to put. I think it's just going to flip yeah, flop. Yeah, and just put the, the smackdown on the Falcons against the Buccaneers last week. Yeah, Chris Godwin put a number on them. Yeah, he put a number definitely. on my fantasy team the against defense. my fantasy team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean that defense didn't look good. Matt Ryan and you know this Falcons offense really wasn't able to get much going against. Yeah, a the lot Bucs of tough either. balls. It just didn't look like anything yeah. was really going. So I. And I obviously I think the Saints defense is better. I think that Tampa Bay run defense is no joke, but I mean they're one of the weakest, if not the weakest, against the pass. Um, so I was kind of surprised to see that. Yeah, the they Falcons were actually getting a lot of, of pass deflections, and yeah, they look good. Um, I mean, I would take, I just would take the Saints here. Um, better team, you know, they're they're up there right now. I think they're like the number three seed. I want to say mm-hmm. in the NFC um, behind the Niners and is it behind the Packers. Yeah, yeah, okay for the moment. For the moment. They yeah, should that, slide up. Everything can switch around at this moment. Um, I, I would, yeah, I would just take the Saints here. I just think they're the better team. And the Falcons, you know, after two really good weeks on defense, they got crushed by Jameis last week. That's in that. I, I don't think anybody saw that coming. You know, we thought it was going to be a shootout, and the numbers maybe kind of reflected that, but it was not looking great early on for the Falcons. Um, they can't run the ball right now. And that says no. a lot. Last two weeks, they really have not been able to get anything going on the ground. Yeah, you know, you can't. You have to be able to do both to win in this league and to to beat a good team. Uh, and Mar- Marshawn Lattimore will be back, so that means clampers for Julio. And you know, the Damn. D is a little bit more spirited. If the Saints win this game, they win the division. Oh well, they'll have a game. I guess who is, is the are the Panthers the second team in that? Probably. I would have yeah. to think so, but then they beat yeah, them I don't last think. week. Because Joey Sly missed a chip shot. Yeah, I could not believe that. Um, yeah, I just I don't think there's any way the Panthers at this point are gonna are gonna catch up. So I'm thinking it's R.I.P. Carolina. Saints are gonna eat some turkey and then they're gonna be kings of the NFC South before we even hit December, which is crazy to say the least. Shenanigans, man. Browns and Steelers. Uh, another Ooh. matchup that we saw pretty recently, uh, Thursday Night Football, obviously, with the whole debacle from uh, the Miles Garrett, blah, 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 blah. Now, this time it takes place in Pittsburgh. Juju expected to be back in the lineup for the Steelers. What do we see here? Uh, well, what we will see is a different quarterback playing for the Pittsburgh yes, Steelers. Yes, Devlin the Duck Hodges. The Duck call, yeah. Devlin Hodges is going to be playing, obviously. Um Pouncey is going to be out, and Miles Garrett obviously out as well. So a couple people out, a couple new faces coming in. Uh, I'm interested in seeing how this offense runs through Devlin Hodges. Uh, You know, it's not like he necessarily torched um, Cincinnati when he came in, Mm -hmm. but he had a very nice pass to James Washington. James Washington just made a That's also like a horrible Cincinnati second. That that is, exactly. So it's a little bit tougher to say. I don't necessarily see that Mm -hmm. coming into fruition here. Uh, not sure if James Conner is going to be back. The way it's sounding is that he's not going to be back. That has so, been tough. Yeah, it has, it has been. Trust me, I would know. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I just I don't really know entirely what to expect from this backfield. We saw Benny Snell, you know, come in, carry the ball nearly 20 times. Mm-hmm. Nearly, yeah, 20 a lot times, of committee actually. work last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, um, and almost 100 yards. Barely saw Jalen Samuels. So, 
as far as this backfield goes, I don't know what to tell people. I don't know what to expect. Obviously, Jalen Samuels is you know the third down kind of pass catcher back, and I imagine they'll look to get it to Snell. Um, running the ball, and they have another guy too who I believe is a rookie. I can't think of his name. It's something Jones, um, mm-hmm. who also showed out a little bit last week. So not sure what to expect there. I, I think I'm rolling Cleveland here. Um, I think that Steelers defense is going to be more equipped to to take on the Browns offense this time around. Um, but I just think they'll be able to put a, a little bit more points up than the Devlin Hodges Steelers. Odell and Jarvis had their coming out games last week. Granted, it was against the Dolphins. But yes, sir. Jarvis just went. Yep. Buried my fantasy team. 36, 36 points in flex. Like, can't replicate that. That's cool. Whatever. I just don't understand, man. It's, it's weird to me that it's like not and it is. I mean, Jarvis Landry is having is definitely having a better season than Odell Beckham. Oh, yeah, by far. And, and maybe it's just, you know, he's been in that system a year longer, but just really doesn't necessarily make sense to me. Not not taking anything away from Jarvis. I think Jarvis is a hell of a receiver, but Odell is just a talent like we've almost never seen before. I think one thing to pin it on is Odell is getting followed by the top guy a lot, so then that leaves a lot of looks for Jarvis. Jarvis yeah. I think Baker still not being able to read defenses quite that well. Uh, a lot of times he's forcing it to Odell. Yeah. Too, the so. targets aren't necessarily yeah. as open, not as good. That makes sense. I mean, that makes sense. Uh to Baker's credit, I guess, they've won the last three. He's looking better. Granted, the matchups have been a little bit easier besides the Steelers one. Uh, so, interested in seeing how he comes out here, second game against against Pittsburgh. I think, you know, this game and, and the Ravens game are big games for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, they, if they're going to somehow miraculously get that last no. wild card spot. I mean, no. they are in the no. thick of it. They are in the thick no. of it right now. No. <laughs> I'm good. So, you think the Steelers then are taking that spot? I didn't say that. Or who do you think? Do you think it'd be Oakland? Oh wait, are you? I thought you were talking about the Browns. Yeah, well, I'm saying for that sixth wild card spot, who do you I think would, takes it? Right now, the Steelers have that spot. I would. It's I between don't know. like it's tough. Cleveland, Oakland, and after that, I would. I would trust Oakland, show. but then. Last week they got blown. They got romped last week. I don't know. I Donald think that was like an outlier. That was that yeah. was an outlier. You think they just kind of fell on their faces? Yeah. In that game? Yeah. It was raining. It could go. Come it on. could go either way. It could go either way. Packers in Giants, a good old NFC matchup. I really like this matchup because it's like a good uniform combination, easy on the eyes. Yeah, the I, green and gold. And that the will blue. probably be the best part of this matchup. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. I just hopefully Saquon Barkley can mash on that Packers defense. It's a great because they got smacked. That that whole They've team just got eviscerated. All week in the oh yeah, and against the Niners. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I look that was sad. For, Saying the Packers were going to win that game. That Delicious. Just, <laughs> they did not show up at all. I, no. I really don't understand what happened. Um, you know, we'll see how they, they bounce back. I imagine they bounce back with a win. This is a great team to play after a game like that. They should be able to do what they want against that defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Daniel Jones is primed to, you know, turn the ball over a couple times. He's fumbling it like no other right now. Right. Um, so that's going to help as well. You'd think Saquon maybe gets going here with the matchup. Don't really know. Uh, Golden Tate also in concussion protocol. Uh, so that's something to pay attention to. Maybe we see more Sterling Shepard. I believe Shepard played last week and had nine targets, but mm-hmm. it didn't turn out, you know, not really anything. anything. But he is getting heavily targeted, so that's something to look for. I believe Evan Ingram, is he healthy? Is he good to go? I think he'll be close to back. Hopefully. He's been out for a while. We'll see. How long has he been out? Do you know? A couple it, weeks. I was going to say, I it feels like it's been a close while. Tabs on it. I was going to say, either have I, but it feels like the last three or four weeks he has not been you mm-hmm. know, able to play. Yeah. Granted, one of those weeks was a bye, but 
So, yeah, I think that's interesting. Hopefully he can get healthy because he's a hell of a playmaker, one of the better tight ends in this league. One thing I want to say about the Packers' loss, and this isn't, you know, me being, eh, Vikings fan. <laughs> Does this – was that loss for the Packers an outlier or – does that kind of say something about their team that they're not up to hang with the top of the NFC? Because, like, they've kind of had, you know, a pretty easy schedule as well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think it's, you know, there's not really any middle ground because they were beating up on the Broncos and the Raiders. And then you come play the, the 49ers and just, and just don't smacked. show up. Yeah, and I just don't think they have that talent of a team on offense. Like, behind Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones, what are they doing? I mean, the yeah, ball going to. I get that. That's definitely who they're they're mainly using here. We got Jamal Williams as a backup running yeah, back who, who can work. do some things. Yeah, um, they're kind of honestly using him and Aaron Jones almost evenly. Which I think that's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. But you know they will they will do what they will do yeah, uh, over um, there. Yeah, I think that going into this year maybe we expected a little bit more from Marquez Valdez Scantling, mm-hmm, and it seems like definitely. at the beginning of the year he might you know have a have right. a chance. And it just that hasn't come to fruition. You have the corpse of Jimmy Graham there, who yeah, I was you know, just going to say week by week we kind of see him do decent from a fantasy perspective. He's not you know your worst option, I guess, at the tight end, but it is also the tight end. Yep, um, that wasteland of a position. It's brutal. Um, honestly, I feel like I'm almost. I sound every week like I'm this Packers truther supporter, Aaron Rodgers backer kind of <laughs> kind of guy, and I don't know maybe yeah three point two yards maybe I last am week. yeah it ugly um I it just kind of felt to me granted two different teams but almost felt to me like the Chargers game where they just they didn't show up next week you know they bounce back it's another easy matchup for a bounce back game so I feel like they should be able to bounce back well but I mean they're definitely going to need to get their ish together when they're playing. You know, tough teams, and that that defense has to show up too. I mean, giving up thirty six points too is is no joke. You got to be able to hold them a little bit better than that. I think they should be able to win this game. You know, you, you would want to, yeah, you would want to hope, hope, but good for you if they lose this game, right? Exactly. And this is, you know, we're going to need them to lose from here on out one more time, and for us to beat them later on in the Monday Night Football finale. I same think same record, right? Yeah, Vikings have the same record. Okay. Eagles and Dolphins. So um. <laughs> you come from last week, Carson Wentz, four turnovers, blah, 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 to playing the Dolphins. Take it away. I, I can't wait. <laughs> I seriously cannot wait. This is a game that I've been waiting for for like five weeks. <laughs> the, they have been going through the ringer. You know, started with the Cowboys, and then you play the Bills, and then the Patriots, and now you play the Seahawks. Some tough matchups, a lot of injuries. Um, you know, to kind of... I guess rub salt in the wound here without Lane Johnson last week. And then before the game, Brandon Brooks, who was a great right guard, was unable to go. Um, dealing with some anxiety, I guess. I didn't know about this, but he's he deals with anxiety. It's very it's pretty severe. I mean, he throws up before every game, which I didn't know was a thing. Yeah, right? Dang. Um, and he just – usually he can get it under control, wasn't able to, so he, he sat against Seattle and – I think it partially showed. It felt like Wentz was feeling some pressure, but I'm not giving Wentz any excuses for this last game. I've been doing it for the last, like, three weeks. It's really felt just like other things have kind of played a role. He mm-hmm. hasn't had playmakers, in, and don't get me not wrong, he all. had no playmakers last week, no not playmakers at all. at all. For that, I you know, I don't blame him, but turning the ball over four times, like, you can't do that. Like, you seriously cannot Not do at that. all. Not when no. they're paying you 30-plus mil. Exactly. Like, after the big paycheck, too, it's just... It's brutal to see, man. It's tough, especially with this defense. Is it's coming together? It, 
you know, over the last few weeks, the passing defense for the most part, I mean, they played a pretty good game against Russell Wilson. I get that the weather wasn't necessarily that friendly for Winning passing. AF. Yeah, but I mean, besides like two big pass plays, it felt like they were able to pretty much keep Russell Wilson um, in check. So I feel good about that defense. Need to get healthy on the offensive end with the line, with some playmakers, but, you know, Wentz cannot put them in that position with four turnovers, like you said, especially with the amount of money he's making. I mean, that just. That looked like Dwayne Haskins, Daniel. That looked like a rookie performance, and that's just ugly. Mm-hmm. And that's you know not what you expect from him. Uh, this is a great bounce back opportunity. I feel like he should be able to get things going. No, I don't want to say no matter who's in, but I feel like they should be a little bit healthier. Ertz, Goddard should be able to get going. Um, using Miles Sanders in the passing game, which I feel like they need to continue to do because he can he can make a couple guys miss and get on. You know. A, a big play. We've seen it a couple times this year. We'd like to see it more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would take them here. Uh, you know, we'll see what the Dolphins come with. Uh, you never know what Ryan Fitzpatrick you're going to get. Maybe some Fitz magic occurs and it's a, a nail biter. But I sure as hell hope not. I, you know, you you can never say whether or not it, that's going to happen. The NFL is crazy. Both these teams are coming off a loss, so they're hungry to get some things going i i almost think miami might be hungry for an l at this point with winning a couple games they need to if they want to get come back great down pick, to earth is yeah that what you're saying exactly what i'm saying if they want to get you know the best pick that they possibly can it seems like right now cincinnati might have that almost that number one spot locked so oh yeah interested in seeing what they do there is it chase young i don't know eagles nine point favorites not too hefty but oh yeah especially when you look at a lot of these good teams when they've been playing them they've been you know seven um cowboys were a near 20 point favorite against them Shh. bills nearly a 20 point favorite against them patriots were over a 20 point favorite yeah. so not saying that the eagles right now you can say that they're in that realm but going into the year that's what you would have expected and they should be able to, you know, bounce back, get right, easier schedule going forward. Hopefully people get healthy, and we're looking at a different Eagles team on the way out. Battle of South Florida uh, in the Jaguars in Buccaneers. Ooh. Actually, well, it's reversed because it's in Jacksonville, but, you know, you get Duval, the point. stand up, point. Saxonville. Yeah, stand up because Nick Foles is back home after having two rough weeks two, against yeah, his they've... AFC South Compadres, they have gotten messed up beat. in these two weeks, and it's not obviously it's not all Nick Foles' fault, but that defense is the defense nothing. has looked bad. So nothing. If they want to do it one more week, I won't complain personally. I'm very invested in the Buccaneers <laughs> for some reason, uh, which for the most part has done me you know well this year, but right here and there it's tough. Uh, Jameis is just one of those guys, man. <laughs> just like you're on the on the edge of your seat watching him, and not always in a good way. Uh, I'm interested in seeing, you know, what we see. This is a great matchup for Nick Foles in this Jaguars pass attack. Oh, yeah. Um, Also, shout out Leonard Fournette one time for the one time. They had a crazy game. Crazy game last week. Uh, So we'll see what kind of usage he gets. (laughs) Can't believe. I did not. For y'all that I guess don't know, we have like a little FanDuel thing we do every week. And I... I left um, their house after the the noon share of games. I think I was down by like twenty six points. All I had left it was, was Leonard closer Fournette. Than that, but it was you know it big was, enough where I was like, it was like mid twenties, and I was like, I was like, ah, I don't know, should I send him the five? And I was like, I'll wait. <laughs> and I'm glad I did. Uh, so thank you, Leonard Fournette, getting involved in the passing game. Um, 
So interested in seeing if that you know happens going forward. It's a tough matchup as far as rushing the ball goes. I think with the way that this Jaguars defense has looked the last couple of weeks, I'm leaning more towards Jameis and the Bucks here mm-hmm. uh, to put up some points, put up more points than what the Jaguars will be able to. I just feel like the Jags can't really afford to go down losing three here, especially you know Nick Foles back at home. If they do, I mean it's tough, and I'm not saying that they're you know oh they're you know inclined to make a run. I think that they're pretty much out of it at this point. Yeah, you know I think they're just playing for morale and. Uh, you know, this is a matchup that we don't see very often because it's NFC versus AFC. So, you know, there's going to be some tensions, probably. Could be interesting. Hot. I I really don't know who to pick. I want to lean towards the Jags, but every that's one of every those time, tough ones to it's, pick. It's, it's it's the it's the flip side of things. Every time you want to trust the Bucks and say, "Oh, they're going to win," they never do. Smack James three do. picks, and so, they should they should have won more games than they have this year. They're one of those teams. There's a couple teams out there where you look at their record and it's not. What they should be or mm-hmm. what they play to. Um, yeah, the Bucks yeah. have given up a lot of close games, as well as you and know. So we were close. talking to them at the earlier the year where we were like, "Ooh, could they do something?" Yeah, and it's like, "Oh, this defense is legit." Yeah, they, where they've been like the only team that's somewhat been able to stop Christian McCaffrey. They had one game where they were able to actually kind of shut him out, and then the game in London, besides like two plays, London. they were able to bottle him up, which mm-hmm. is. Unheard of. How do you stop a 99 overall? I guess quick question before we move on. So, you know, let's say the Jaguars do lose this game. Like you said, that's three in a row. Probably out of playoff contention here. Do they? Do you think they roll out Nick Foles rest of the year, or do we see Minshew Mania 2.0? They're paying him all this money. You might I feel well. like it's Nick Foles, but I, I, I'm interested in seeing if that kind of talk comes out to give Minshew more time. I don't think it will, but you never know. I think the talk starts this week if they lose in Falls has a bad game. Yep, yep. I can agree with that. It's been a QB carousel everywhere yeah, this year. Yeah, definitely. Like. Titans in Colts up in Indianapolis at the, the Oil Drum. Ooh. Um, I just feel like this is a, all these AFC South like divisional matchups. I never look forward to these because it's just like... Well, what do you what do you think about the Titans? Gritty right now? football. The Titans, I don't really know what they've think. either won their last four or last four out of five. And Tannehill is smoking. Tannehill's looking really good right now, man. Yeah, he's looking super good. You know, big, just crushing the Jaguars, crushing them, um, and a huge win against the Chiefs. Another one was close, but I mean they they beat the Chiefs, who's a, a very solid team, very formidable team with Pat Mahomes in there, and they just. They continue to win with Tannehill in. Um, you know, the Colts, I think, are a pretty solid team, maybe a little bit more well-rounded. Um, honestly, I think I'm going to roll with the Titans here, wow. which I did not expect, you know, going mm-hmm. going into it. But just thinking about it, I mean, seeing what this Tennessee offense has looked like with Tannehill, you know, showing his mobile side. We've seen some really nice runs from him this yeah. year. Seen some, you know, good toss. I mean, he nearly threw for 300 yards, and I think he threw the ball 19 times. Last week, I mean, wow. he's throwing the ball downfield to you know guys like AJ Brown. Um, they're making plays. Derrick Henry running the ball well. The defense is doing enough. Uh, the Colts have you know had a couple moments here and there where, especially I mean last week against the the Texans on that Thursday night game, which mm-hmm. is yeah, a couple I don't know what happened farts. with that offense. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I love Jacoby Brissett. I think he's a great quarterback. So I think this could be a close one, and I, I'm leaning the Titans. But you could definitely go either way here. Yeah, I. Just- I don't really know what to think about both of these teams at either point. You know, they're 
kind of middling in a way, and they're right there at the edge of the wild card right uh, for that. Card yeah, slash and yeah, maybe a little bit too far behind the Texans at this point. I think mm-hmm. they're like two. Yeah, I think the Texans have kind of. I think they've kind of shown that up. Yeah, but I mean, both of those teams are definitely not out of it as far as the wild card goes. Mm-hmm. Definitely, this will go a long way in deciding who. Uh, out of those two, will get that wild card spot if they have anything to say about it. Because there's a lot of teams right now middling uh, for that last spot. Yeah, so it's the yeah. Steelers, the Raiders, the Colts, and the Titans all sitting at six and five. Yeah, so that could really go either way for this game. Who are you taking? You think you're going the Colts, or are you leaning Titans? I I would probably have to take the Titans as well. I think there's more talent on the offensive side of the ball. I think the Colts right now they're just like a bag of eh. like yeah. you don't really know what you're gonna get. I don't know. It's just hard for me to kind of want to. Yeah, and I think if Ty is completely healthy coming back, that's going to help. But I mean, yeah, this this offense this, these last few weeks, they haven't you know looked you know terrific or anything amazing. And if the Titans are going to continue to do what they have on offense, I just I don't know if I see the the Colts being able to stay on pace or, or really compete. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say that because I think it's going to be a close game. It's going to be a competitive game. But I just think the Titans' offense is going to be a little bit more potent. Jets and Bengals, a uh, disgusting oh my God. <laughs> affair. Yeah, this is going to be uh, close your eyes, children. You are not yeah. turning to this game on Sunday ticket. Yeah, you don't want to watch this. Um, the Jets coming off a, a pretty solid win uh, against the mm-hmm. the Raiders. Just absolutely Smacked annihilated them. them. Yeah. Uh, which definitely did not see that that coming. I thought that game both ways there was going to be some points. Um, Sam Darnold has really started to turn it around. Last mm-hmm. three games, he's put up some ridiculous numbers. Monster, and, seriously, and would not surprise me if it happened here. Um, Glad I didn't give up on him in fantasy. Yeah, no, I, I feel now good about suggesting him for you because for a couple weeks I was like, oh, I feel kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. no, he's he's figured it out. I also on. Our other league, I swooped him up and playing him this week. Uh, so I expect a good game out of Darnold. Those weapons, we saw Robbie Anderson kind of come back, look solid. Yeah. Um, so not was not it wasn't as much of a Jamison Crowder show, but Jamison Crowder's looked really good. So Darnold has some weapons over there. Ryan Griffin, we talked about last week, signing a, a nice extension. He's been a good piece. Lev Bell, don't really know what they're going to do with him. I'll take the... The Jets here, but I think it could be interesting. The Bengals are bringing the red rifle back in. Andy Dalton is going to start this game for Cincy after the Ryan Finley experiment for less than a month. Uh, That just begs the question, what was even the point of Ryan Finley coming in in the first place? Actually, um, if I'm being honest, kind of what I sort of picked up on and sort of what I heard, um, which I think is kind of an interesting way to think about it, is like they were trying to see obviously what they had in Ryan Finley and maybe – give up some games to to kind of get themselves in a good position mm-hmm. to get that first you know that first pick mm-hmm. and i think now it's kind of like all right we don't want to go 0 and 16 andy Dalton gives us the best chance to win kind of thing because i'm not sure who the the second worst team right now in the nfl is but i'm pretty sure they have two or three wins compared to is there a team that has one win the not a, the, a team doesn't come to mind dolphins i think the dolphins have two or three the dolphins have two yeah okay I think the Dolphins and the Redskins both have two, so the Bengals are kind of the Washington. I don't like that. Washington has two wins. wins. Well, the Dolphins, the Redskins beat the Dolphins. Dolphins. Yep, yep, yep. yep. There you go. 
That's how that works. Math. Um, so yeah, the you know Cincinnati's in a good spot to get that first pick, and now I think it's like, all right, we don't want this season to go into complete infamy. So Andy Dalton gonna play. I still I would take the Jets here. I don't know if Cincinnati. I'd have to look at their schedule. I don't know if Cincinnati's gonna win any games bringing Andy Dalton back. We're still waiting on AJ Green. I've heard quote unquote day to day for like the past month, and it's annoying. Uh, you know, just kind of say say Give what up. you need to say. Yeah, say what's going on. It's it's really frustrating when people aren't. I don't. I don't want to say they necessarily need to be completely transparent. Like I get, you know, it's football. You, it's sort of a chess match. But at the same time, like, what do you really get out of doing that besides annoying people like us? I just. I don't. I would have just dropped him after like. Oh, I did. <laughs> I, I dropped him like four you weeks can't ago. Keep yeah. holding out on that. That's just insane. It's not going to happen, bro. It's not going to happen. Redskins and Panthers. Uh, so, as we said before, the Redskins Two grabbing wins. their first W against the Lions. Uh, Panthers coming up short against the Saints. Close game. Close game. Kyle yeah. Allen, a good bounce back for him. Good yeah. Move. Able to kind of do something late. Yeah. All and because of him. Yeah, and then Joey Sly just had to do it to you. Just had to miss it. Really yeah, close to. I don't tough. remember the, the yardage. It wasn't that it. far. I think it was like but 35. It was within 40 for sure. Um, I mean, you got to hit that. You, you're, you know, you're a pro. You got to hit that. You got to win that game. Um, but yeah, really good bounce back. Good to see for the Panthers. Uh, McCaffrey got it going. DJ Moore, wow, he mm-hmm. had a, a big game. Um, two TDs, which is nice to see. You know, he's not really, you know, a red zone kind of guy. Had a big 51 yarder. So, you know, good to see him kind of get his. Uh, going into this game, I would say Panthers. Christian McCaffrey probably going to go bananas i don't think yeah, you know, 30 fantasy definitely. points is out of the realm for christian mccaffrey in this one um so yeah i imagine they look to just you know feed him they're gonna have the lead defense should you know be able to stop haskins haskins hasn't you know been anything great i mean in that win he honestly didn't have that great of a game i will say you know when they needed him to he made some plays had a big rush to get him in field goal range to win that game but haskins isn't scaring you so i'll definitely take carolina here josh easy. Norman was a healthy scratch last week against the Lions. So I doubt that'll be the case this week against his former team, the Carolina Panthers. I'm sure he's itching to get out there. He has not had a good year, though. People have been beating him deep all year. I mean, he's been kind of... Since he went there, basically, I mean, I think he same. had like one good year. I was gonna say, yeah, maybe one Nothing. year with Washington, but it w- it wasn't like he was a shutdown kind of corner. Even it's like he was forcing a couple of turnovers, you know, forcing some fumbles and a couple of picks here and there, but. Yeah, he's not been the same guy since that one year with Carolina. It's been a while since we saw the Odell uh, Josh Norman matchup. Oh god, that was ugly. That was as hell. (laughs) Don't even remind me of that. Yeah, so I think we're both rolling Carolina probably. The dark days. Yeah, I think it's a huge day for Christian McCaffrey on the ground. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way it's not. The last of the noon games, and boy, is it juicy! A potential Super Bowl preview. Ooh. Niners and Ravens. This is exciting. Lamar Jackson has the NFL just on fire right now. The world on fire and everyone salivating it. Oh, he's going to be the Emmy. I mean, trust. Yeah, he's- he put himself firmly at the top of that conversation, I think, with his performance on Monday night. Uh, five touchdowns, five incompletions. I mean, he was just dominating on the ground. You know, I thought, you know, maybe the Rams could do something. Mm. No. Dude, we, I mean, you thought it was going to be a decent game. You just didn't think the Rams were going to not show up at all. Yeah. Six points, I think. 
think? Yep. Come on. That's so... And then they gave up 45? 45. Five TDs, yeah. From Lamar, Mark Ingram had a rushing touchdown. And before you know it, there you are. Look, Mark so Ingram 40. had a Mark nuts Ingram game. Has he had a good receiving touchdown as well, over 100 yards. Too. I think that's like three or four games in a row now that he's had over 100 yards. That's crazy. Yeah, you know, he's been, he's been very solid. Him and Lamar as like a one-two, you know, punch in the... The running game has really, really done wonders for them. And just Lamar Jackson efficient, you know, in the red zone. Saw multiple touchdowns for Marquise Hollywood Brown last week. And, you know, we already talked a little bit about it, but the Niners are also coming off a very, mm-hmm. you know, big win against a, a tough team. So defense was both on of these guys, fire. yeah. Both of these teams, you know, coming off some really big wins. Uh, as far as winning this game, I, I think I would take Lamar in the Ravens. I just I think they're the hottest team in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's going to be close, and I don't expect you know any of these teams necessarily scoring thirty or forty points. Like, I think these defenses are going to do mm-hmm. you know their due diligence. But at the same time, I mean, at this moment in time, at least, it's kind of hard to stop Lamar Jackson. There really isn't that formula for stopping him. Maybe next year we see. You know, defenses come up with some sort of scheme that can somewhat, you know, limit him. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard to scheme against that <clears throat> speed and just ability. He's it, ridiculous. It's going to have to be on the 49ers' run defense to stop. You know, stop. I don't know if that word exists right now with Lamar Jackson, (laughs) but you can certainly try and slow him down and you know keep the time of possession a little bit more balanced. Uh, I don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be able to make the. Th- I mean, this is a good. The Ravens secondary. defense has been ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Marcus Peters, since joining this team, I think has three picks. He's essentially been, you know, the second coming of Minka Fitzpatrick this year, <laughs> just getting turnovers, getting touchdowns. Uh, it's been really fun to see him and Jalen Ramsey actually got got into it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and then Jalen Ramsey was still in the tunnel, being held back. Like, my come on, God, bro, come on. Rams oh, are a mess. Good. Oof. Apparently, Mike Vick didn't give Jalen Ramsey the answers because this man really gave it to him. Um, it just, yeah. So, I mean, as far as like stopping the Ravens, I mean, yeah, you you need to figure out a way to make Lamar Jackson, you know, beat you through the air. Which, at this moment in time, I don't know how you do. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're doing that too through the air. They are like I feel like if you can bottle up the run and force it to just turn Lamar Jackson into a passer, good luck with it. But if you can, then I think you have a chance. I really do. Um, he's been making some you know some throws, but you know he's not necessarily the most consistent, and that's just the best way that you're going to stop him because you can't. When he gets in the open field, you can't stop him. Also, you can't. kind of forcing. I think the key would be to try and force some turnovers too, because you know. Oh yeah, you, you got say, to. You got to get a good field. Oh, position. turnovers that will make. But this is different, you know, because he turned it over pretty often in that game against the Steelers, and that was closer. Um, and you know, there's there's issues with the fumbles. I don't know if I think he's cleaned that up pretty well this oh, year. Oh yeah, it's been better but this year for sure. That can still you know something to be attributed. Um, and they're tough up front in San Francisco, so I think it's going to be a tight game. But I'm going to lean Baltimore. Yeah, but this should be a close game. I just I don't expect the offensive output that we've seen. And you know, kudos to Lamar for being able to run like that and stay healthy. He would, when you're watching him play, he really isn't taking any big hits, which is good to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that line is keeping him clean and. Driving him towards MVP status. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of the disgustingness of the Los Angeles Rams, they will be heading out to Arizona to take on the Cardinals, who are coming off their bye uh, in a tough game. That was against the 49ers. I was going to say the Bucks, but that was, you know, all, all the weeks are blending together yeah, oh, in my yeah. head now. We're getting to that point. Um, so, you know, as we said, the Rams 
only putting up six points against the Ravens. Granted, that's a really good defense. Marcus Peters, who was on the Rams for a good minute, so maybe there was a little bit of insider tips there on how to shut them down. But, you know, I said it a couple weeks ago on the podcast that the Rams were kind of figured out. But I didn't think it was this bad. Figured out. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous what we've seen from them. It's just, you know... Night and day, I guess, from what we saw last year. Unstoppable last Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Um, and we've talked about it too, you know, Todd Gurley, what's going on? So, you know, going mm-hmm. from 20 carries to six carries. I, Sean McVay is messing with my mind. He's it's messing like, with everybody's yeah, mind. Yeah, it's like one week, own. it's like, yeah, it's like one week, you're like, oh, maybe Todd Gurley's healthy. And then the other week, you're like, what's wrong with Todd Gurley? You, you just can't keep up with it. Um, Robert Woods was back. You know, he had a decent output but i mean for for what i mean it really was you know for nothing brandon cook's also back i would imagine in this game i think we see this rams offense at least somewhat get it together this cardinals defense mm-hmm. is not good not um but i wouldn't be surprised either if the cardinals are able to put up some points themselves Definitely. going against the rams the way the rams defense has been been playing i will say you know the cardinals offensive line isn't the best so maybe they're able to get some pressure on kyler maybe you know force a couple turnovers. Uh, but I think both teams should be able to put up some points. Uh, I think this could be actually kind of a fun game to watch. Um, probably good for, you know, your fantasy, red zone, whatever you have going on. I think this one could be interesting. As far as taking it, I'm I'm going to go with the Rams. I feel like, you know, this this is just a game that they should win. But, you know, at this point, who knows? I, Kyler could pull it out, but I'm leaning, I'm leaning the Rams. I would have to lean the Rams, too. I think... The whole problem with their ability to run the ball is that Sean McVay is scared to. And the fact that he has one of the best bell cows that this decade has seen kind of scares him. And he just doesn't know what to do with it. I really don't know. Oh, my goodness. Uh, (laughs) It's like, yeah, I don't know what's going on in his head. Like like we said, is it health? Is it the line? I, I don't know why you're not giving him the ball. Or even if you're not giving him the ball, at least trying to run the ball more. I feel mm-hmm. like they're just pass, 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 pass. Mm-hmm. And clearly it's not working. So, the carries are not balanced. So figure it out. And it seems like when Todd Gurley's getting the ball, they're doing a decent job. And they're getting some wins. So, I yeah, I don't know. The, also, the fact that Cooper Cup has like disappeared oh, the yeah. last two or three weeks since is, he had that since he had that two hundred some yards against the Cincinnati Bengals, it mm-hmm. was like zero points as far as fantasy goes. Oh yeah, Clamped sorry, my mind just ticks fantasy. And then the last two weeks, you know, like three or four catches in PPR under ten points. So it's like, what's what's going on? You know, what's going on with him? Uh, Robert Woods has gotten a little bit more, you know, targets, a little bit more looks. We've seen some Gerald Everett over the past couple weeks. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't really know what's going on, why Cooper Cup and Todd Gurley aren't consistently getting the ball. They're best it's players, me. and they're not getting the ball. Doesn't make sense to me. Makes sense for the 2019 Los Angeles Rams. Uh, so the, all of the – well, I can all, but it's only two matchups. The AFC West teams are playing each other. So here we go. Chargers and Broncos out in mile high. Ooh. Chargers coming off the bye. Uh, tough L against the Chiefs on Monday Night Football. Things could have been different. They could have maybe they beat the Chiefs because yeah. Pat Mahomes has man. looked a little bit human. That's crazy to think, but no, I don't. Yeah, it's just it's it's kind of weird. It feels like you know we're seeing a lot of young players who will they'll have their kind of breakout party one year and then mm-hmm. the next year they sophomore slump. What happened? Yeah, I mean we're definitely seeing that. 
examples, I guess, being Yale Baker. We've seen Jared Goff now, who had maybe, I think, the year before Jared Goff had a pretty good year. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, last year was definitely a huge year for Jared Goff. And it's like, you know, what's going on with him? Uh, Just a lot of players not totally sure, you know, what's going on with them. Yeah, the Chargers could... Phillip Rivers just throwing too many picks, being typical himself. That Chargers team, I just don't think that they're anything to put their eggs in. You know what I'm it saying? It doesn't like, make sense. They have some really good weapons. They have some good defensive players. It just maybe it's not all there. And and Philip Rivers honestly maybe has been the weak, you know, their weakest link. He's turning the ball over a lot, not making a lot of plays. And, you know, with some of these playmakers, Melvin Gordon, Eckler, you got Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry's been back. Um, Mike Williams. And, and Mike Williams is a big play guy. Yeah, yeah big he's play. Having moments. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm interested in seeing what they do this offseason. If they look to get a, a quarterback in free agency, if we're drafting the future, I feel like we're probably looking more towards drafting the future. Mm-hmm. And maybe Phillip Rivers has another year or two here, but... Yeah, it's been some ugly football from him. Uh, the Broncos, uh, their last game was the Vikings game, was it nope, not? Or did the they Bills. play last week? Oh, yeah, they did play and against the Bills And then they lost 20-3. to three. Yeah. Okay. So they go from putting up points and then getting to held and not a- to nothing. A field goal and, you know, we thought this could be a coming out party for Philip Lindsay against a Bills that rush run D. That's, mm, yeah. Cortland Sutton, nothing. They weren't able to do anything. No, not at all. I would imagine they look to give it to Philip Lindsay here, but like we, like you just said, we thought that last week. Uh, <clears throat> for a win here, I'm definitely taking the Chargers. I just think there's more, more talent on that team. I mean, the Broncos, not really sure what they have right now at quarterback. I don't know what to necessarily think of Brandon Allen. We've seen moments where it's like, oh, okay, there might be something there, and then other moments where not so much. So I think I'm leaning the Chargers here, just a little bit more talent. But, you know, who knows? I think this will be kind of a a sloppy-ish game that I don't necessarily want to see. I'm going to go ahead and take the Chargers, too. I think, you know, more talent. The Broncos are not invincible at home anymore like they used to be. So I think that's very beatable right now. Changing of the guard. <laughs> Raiders and Chiefs. So we, we saw go. this matchup earlier. Uh, week two, the Chiefs, Pat Mahomes lit him up. Oh, yeah. Um, but now things are kind of different. The Raiders have picked their uh, puzzle parts up, and they're putting things together. They're firmly in the hunt for that last AFC wildcard slot. Uh, as we said, the Chargers coming – or not the Chargers, the Chiefs coming off their bye in a win on Monday Night Football, but it didn't look – as great, you know, Pat Mahomes maybe coming down to earth a little bit, and maybe it's you know something with a holdover with Not the sure knee. And yeah, I, I, like I think obviously I still think he's a stellar quarterback, top three in this league, probably still the best quarterback when it comes. I mean, you just like that arm talent, what he can do on the field is just ridiculous, especially when he's a hundred percent. So I don't know. I feel like he'll sort of get it you know going at some point here where we maybe not quite to the touchdown level we saw last year but a decent amount of production for sure from pat mahomes the Mm -hmm. uh former mvp i think coming off the bye to uh if tyreek hill's healthy that's going to be huge um was without tyreek too um last week because he went out early uh with that that or not last week sorry Mm -hmm. the week before losing hill to a hamstring so hopefully he's healthy hopefully he's playing I would take them here coming off the bye. Andy Reid is a god coming off the bye. I like I honestly don't know if he's ever lost coming off the bye week, and I'm like not exaggerating. So Andy Reid is ridiculous. Um, a lot of talented guys there. The Raiders, just ugh, like we've sort of said, I mean, just a really ugly game against the Jets. The Jets just mm-hmm. came out and just 
stomped on them. Very Ooh, ugly. Two. Yeah. Three, I think three points from the Raiders last week, or maybe yeah. it was six. No, nope. um, only a field goal. That's disgusting. Uh, I imagine they can do a little bit more, um, you know, offensively this week, but I'm definitely, you know, leading the Chiefs, and I would imagine they win by a decent margin. If I don't think it's necessarily going to be tied. If the Raiders win this game. That'd be huge. They'll be tied. That'd be a, a complete game changer if they can somehow pull this out. I don't think it happens, but if they do... <clears throat> We might be looking at some interesting and stuff. And then that would also mean that the Chiefs have lost half their games at home this year. That's that should have you would not expect. That should have happened earlier when the Vikings should have beat them, but dot, dot, dot. I'll leave it. I'll leave that alone. <laughs> My personal agenda does not need to come into this show. Yeah, all Chiefs though. All Chiefs though. Yeah, I would I would lean towards the Chiefs. Uh I think it's going to be a little bit tighter though, for whatever reason. Maybe the Raiders, you know, it, it, that was just a game. Like, you know, we kind of said they just kind of fell on their faces. I just Coming off the bye, I think Apple the Chiefs are going to be fresh and good to go. And just I don't know if we can trust the Raiders after that. Patriots and Texans are Sunday night matchup. Uh, so Texans, uh, Deshaun Watson coming off a pretty good win on Thursday night football. Then you had the Patriots being able to grind it out against the Cowboys in the rain, only getting the single touchdown. Uh, but you know, doing enough, holding Amari Cooper. Win is a win, I guess. Without a catch, zero catches, right? Yep. Nice. And then Stephon Gilmore went on Twitter and said that he was the best cornerback in the league. <laughs> and you know, I can't disagree with that. Yeah, I'm not going yeah, to say anything on that. I mean, he's definitely. You could say he's the best, if not the best. I mean, top two or three. And I want my, you know, I want my players to have that kind of attitude. So, I mean, yeah, <clears> Stephon <throat> Gilmore has been ridiculous this year. Um, going into this game, you know, Deshaun Watson versus Tom Brady. You know, it's tough with that Patriots offense because, like we've been saying, it's it's been really iffy. We have not seen a lot of production from them. Uh, last week, some tough weather conditions that I think plays a little bit of a role, but a lot of injuries have really affected Tom Brady's playmakers there. Uh, Texans coming off a big win for them uh, against the Colts, especially considering, you know, the divisional matchup there. Will Fuller looks so good. Will Fuller looked good, and DeAndre Hopkins looked very good as well. Oh, yeah, well. So two touchdowns. Two touchdowns for D-Hop, and it was either 120 or 140 yards from Will Fuller. So, wow. yeah, he you know he made some plays. He came up, uh, which looked like a hamstring injury, but then he was fine. And, yeah, I was like, you're kidding me. <laughs> like That is always already, his problem. Yeah, it's literally always like a hamstring or something going on with his leg. Uh, so, I mean, he's he's good for now. Uh, I... I this is a really tough game. I think this one could be close just because I'm not sure what to think of the Patriots' offense right now, but at the same time, mm-hmm. this Texas, def- Texas Texans defense don't no. really trust them either right now. I, I think I would lean the Patriots. I just, I mean, I think that defense is is good enough to, you know, limit Deshaun Watson and these guys and enough to get the W. I'm going to lean the Patriots too. I just don't know if the Texans have enough on the offensive side of the ball it's it's I think they do in a way, but then I think they don't. They just have their two receivers. There's yeah. the top heavy. And they don't yeah. have they need a, I think they heavy. need a solid running back. You know, Carlos Hyde has done okay, but I mean I think they need one of those guys like someone like a workhorse, you mm-hmm. know, that they can give the ball like fifteen, twenty times rushing, throw it to him a couple times in the flats, couple, you know, different routes, get him going, and that'll be a huge help to Deshaun Watson. They need a line first that, before they, need they can that do too. any of that. They definitely that. need that, too. That will help. I just think that the Patriots' defense is too 
good, they're way so too good. good. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're smart enough and they're going to have a plan to limit Deshaun Watson. You know, if Watson with the, holds the ball in this game, it is not going to go well. Yeah, he no, needs to get it out quick. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's going to be trouble. And then I think, you know, if he tries to take off downfield, I think a lot of those opportunities are going to be shushed as well. I just, I don't think it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, it's either going to be eh, or wow, Deshaun Watson put them on their back against the Patriots. One thing I guess that we can say, you know, this Patriots defense has really only struggled against one team, and that was the Ravens with Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson is obviously a step or two above what Deshaun Watson can do running the football. Mm -hmm. But Deshaun Watson is a very good runner. Like, I think. You know, to probably top three, top four at the QB position, if not oh, two. Yeah. yeah, I would um, say probably, probably after two. Lamar yeah, exactly. So maybe that's the secret ingredient to beating this Patriots team. So maybe we see Watson look to run more, <clears throat> uh, keep it close. That that would be interesting to see if they somehow pulled this win up. Final game of the week: Monday Night Football, Vikings and Seahawks, out at CenturyLink Field. Uh, so we saw this iteration last year. Uh, Vikings. That was. Probably that was like the worst game last year. Oh yeah, yeah. Where oh Kirk God, Cousins yeah. threw it behind the line that we couldn't do anything, and it was like close. And then Russell Wilson broke a huge run, and then they scored, and yeah. there was it was just tough, tough game. And then we fired uh, John DeFilippo because we couldn't run the ball, but we didn't have Dalvin Cook, and just yeah, I think was... things are going to be different this time. Oh yeah, almost oh, definitely. This is a different Vikings team that's going out and coming off the bye. I think is going to be huge. Huge as well. Very um, huge. Yeah, and the Seahawks are coming off. I would say, I mean, I don't want to say relatively tough. I think it looked closer, you know, uh, with the Eagles kind of getting a garbage time touchdown to mm-hmm. Ertz there when it, you know, under two minutes, the the Seahawks had that game. Um, however, their their offense did did struggle a little bit. Um, so, I, I mean, the Vikings, if if they're going to stop them here, I think, you you know, it kind of starts the – you believe in that rushing defense – if, you know, on the back end, if they're able to do enough to stop, you know, the Seahawks and not allow a, just plethora of points pile in from, from Russell Wilson and some of these mm-hmm. playmakers, I think they should be primed to to win. And honestly, I th- I think I would go the Vikings here. I think I'm rolling the Vikings. Nice. I, the last couple weeks, um, maybe I haven't been as much of a Vikings truther, but, right. you know, I'm obviously I thought they were going to beat the Broncos. You know, I thought mm. they're, they're going to win games, but, you know, I thought they're good, but I haven't totally bought, bought in. I think... After last week, the the stock is sold. I think I'm in on the Vikings. I wouldn't be surprised Let's if go. they won this division. Yeah. Let's go. Um, they, I think they should. I, I really do. I think they are the better team than the, the Packers. I think they're a more complete package team. Yeah. Um, especially, like you kind of said, on offense, to have a guy like Dalvin Cook, ridiculous, and, and more playmakers in the, the passing attack. Once Thielen is healthy, you know, should be this week. Yes. Um, so I think that's going to be huge. I think the Vikings are able to put up more points. Um you know, Seahawks defense played well last week, but Wentz just ugh. Wentz gave it to him. I think Cousins will have more. They played success. well without Jaron Reed and Jadavian Clowney was also out, and we don't know if either of those guys are going to play this week. That's going to be brutal if they don't have Jadavian Clowney to to rush Kirk Cousins. That could be really brutal. Yeah, I, I don't. If it, I'm going to be honest, I don't. If he plays, I don't think they're going to win. 
Like, if Jadavion Clowney doesn't play? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. It's dubs for the Vikings. I just think, you know, Even Dalvin does, Cook eats, and if Thielen is back, we're rolling. I think the buys had... Uh, and coming off the bye, too, yeah. is something to take into consideration. Give Mike Zimmer enough time to throw some wrinkles at Russell Wilson, kind of give uh, an extended look at uh, what he's been doing this year and maybe some things uh, that they can key on that he doesn't do too well. I don't know. I just Something has to come up here. And you, looking at the schedule the rest of the way, you can kind of maybe say if there's going to be an L anywhere, it could be here. And, you know, even when the schedule came out, people were like, oh, this is an L. Well, yeah. now all of a sudden we get down to this part of the road and it's like, oh, this game could go either yeah. way. Oh, yeah. And I like I like that, that that's a thing. And now if the Vikings win this game, they'll be tied with the Seahawks for a mutual record this in that NFC now wild card race because it's mm-hmm. so top heavy it's literally going to be you a know a two really or four man teams. race yeah, at the wild the, card the NFC when you're looking at it yeah i mean the wild card teams are could very easily have 11 wins or something like that it's, yeah for sure it's bonkers what's going on uh, yeah, I, I'm excited to see Thielen get back. We haven't seen Thielen in a while. Stephon Diggs, shout out to him. He's been, for the most part, holding it down. Mm-hmm. There's been a week here, disappeared. a week there, where he's yeah. disappeared a little bit. But, you know, he's made some big plays. Uh, and this offense has, you know, figured out enough. But getting Thielen back, I'm excited and seeing um, how they get him going, get him involved early, I would imagine. But, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Vikings. I'm I think Vikings. getting everybody involved has been the key. And Linval, Linval should be back, right? Yes. Um, who else did they miss? Were they missing? Uh, Anthony Macker? Anthony Harris. It, it, oh, it was Anthony Harris. Okay. Do we think Harris is back this week too? I, you know, it's kind of early in the week where we don't know anything. Not really sure about yet. the injury yeah. report. So, you know, the the thing about Anthony Harris's injury kind of scared me because he went from being limited to didn't practice and then didn't play in the game. So something yeah. about that really scared me. I would think that if there's any injury to worry about going into this game, it would be that one, mm-hmm. uh, unless if Adam Thielen is still not close to ready. But I would have to think that Adam is ready to go. Well, who's been? Is it been um, J. Ron Curse? Has he been filling in for Harris, or has it been Hill that's filling? Uh, in well. Who's filling in? Holden Hill hasn't really gone in too much. They've kind of done like a mix of, you know, it's been a little bit more Mike Hughes. Uh, Sandejo played uh, for Harris last week. And had, Sandejo had an interception. So, yeah. um, And then J. Ron Kirst came in for relief when Harrison Smith went out. Um, oh, so that's why Jaron Curse. Yeah, so actually. hopefully, you know, nothing's wrong with Harrison Smith either. Yeah. Um, but you know, like I said, Jaron has been ready, and you know, there was the thing where he got the He's DWI. He's mainly a special teams guy. Yeah, right? mainly really special teams captain. Yeah, I mean, I thought. I mean, from what I saw, Grant, I barely saw anything. You know, from him, he didn't get a lot of time, but. I really liked what I saw from him last, or you know, before the buy. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested in seeing what going forward. If this is a guy that they're looking to maybe bring on on the the defense, and like I said, don't know much about him, but just like with his physique, I mean, he's a big mm-hmm. dude. He is a yeah. Big he dude. can really he play that that big nickel. Yeah, like I yeah. De- I definitely feel like you could use him in interesting ways. You know, maybe he needs to be groomed a little bit into a defensive player, but. You know, who knows, maybe a guy you can bring on on some blitzes, you know, a little bit of coverage here, it's hard there. hit, or yeah, I think there's a skill set there. So we'd love to see them use him going forward. The depth is there, and I think we, you know, hopefully put it together against the Seahawks. Um, one thing I want to touch on, uh, you know, just some basketball stuff outside, because this isn't strictly a football show. Yeah, but we haven't talked about it too much. I don't think we've talked about it since the Shaq versus Dame Lillard yeah, action that, that happened. Or no, I think it was the the cat, the Towns and Bead. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. The pet- <laughs> BS. The cat fight. <laughs> That's so funny. 
Bruh. Um, I mean, yeah, so what do you want to get started with? I mean, there's some potential changes coming. I believe it would be as soon as the 2021 season. Mm-hmm. Reducing some games. I believe what I saw yes. is it would turn to 78 mm-hmm. or 79 games, and we would see um, a 30-team in-season tournament. So yeah. tell me what your thoughts are on that. Do you think it's a good thing, bad thing? How do you see that Yeah, I out? definitely think you know that's something that the NBA is trying to do to, to drive revenue. and to Ratings you know, are down. Ratings yeah, are the lowest Generate some in tradition. And I think the time frame where the tournament would come in in-season would be uh, you know, kind of right now, uh, when things are a little bit more quiet, you know, because after after this weekend, things are going to be kind of quiet. You know, it's you got the NFL going on and it's mm-hmm. tight, but that's only, you know, on Sundays and college basketball barely starting uh, college football. You know, that's mainly going to be on Saturday. So I think, you know, this window where they plan to have it would be key for them to have that in there. And I think it's a really good idea because it's something different. You know, we really don't see anything like this in American sports. They're trying to no. adopt this strictly from, like, the European soccer model and doing things like that. And, I, you know, Adam Silver, my God. You know, He's a really good we commissioner. We need – the really NFL needs a commissioner like Adam Silver. You know, and, yeah, I just – I wonder – I just I don't understand, you know, when it comes to this NFL, the difference between the NFL commissioner and the NBA commissioner, because it seems like when it comes to the NBA, they really listen to their players more. They're mm-hmm. all about the players in the NBA, which, you know, obviously makes sense because that's what's really driving in that revenue. You know, people aren't just falling in love with, you know, these teams or necessarily the game like they're falling in love with players and who they are off the court, what they're what they're doing, whether it be movies, fashion, or other stuff that's that's going on, you know. So I think it's huge, and I think it's a really good thing to see from the NBA. Uh, also, when it comes to social justice and a lot of stuff like that, we see more of that from the NBA rather than the NFL. And, Definitely. You know, it, it's it's frustrating. I'm not sure exactly why that that is. It just feels like you know we're more familiar with NBA players than NFL players. Mm-hmm. So it's like limited to that one voice in the NFL because there's so many other people in right. the NFL. I mean, there's five guys starting for a basketball team. There's literally 20-plus starters when you include special teams for each team you know, in the, the NFL. So I think it makes it a little bit more difficult that way, but at the same time, I mean, not difficult enough to see some of the shenanigans that we've seen go on. Um, I'm with you. I'm excited, excited about a potential tournament. I think that could be uh, fun to see. I'd like to see how these teams, you know, take it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what, you know, do you know, like, what, like, let's say a team wins the tournament, what they get I think there's, or what there's definitely going to be, there's got to be some type some of, some sort of cash, maybe incentive. like a cash involved. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Um, that would make the most sense to have these players really involved and interested. Oh, yeah. You know, in these tournaments. I think, I don't think anything else would really drive them. Nothing to, else would. <laughs> no, nothing else would. Um, Is that about to bad? Yeah, it's literally. So, would love to, love to see that. As far as cutting the season down goes to like, you know, 78 or 79 games. Um, Take that, load. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not opposed. You know, I'm not opposed to that. I just. I don't think that makes that big of a difference. Mm. I mean, you know, it's a long season. Going, from, you know, three or four games down really doesn't do much. I think the biggest thing that maybe the NBA should look, you know, look into doing. I think the time that they're playing the tournament is a good idea. You know, to get people interested in the NBA, and then once that tournament kind of wraps up or comes to an end. Football is getting into the playoffs, like you were saying, when it's just Sunday, and then we can really start to get into the NBA and you mm-hmm. know see what's going on there. I just, I think the NBA is starting too early right now. 
I really think it is because mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's in the thick Mid-October of mid-October. Yeah, it's in the thick beginning. of it for the NFL. You know, this <clears throat> is the the middle of the season. People are still really invested, and in the NFL is going to own Sunday night, Sunday in general, right? Mm-hmm. You know, going to own Monday night. Got a primetime game there. They own Thursday night, unless you know, God forbid, it's a a terrible game. So right there, that's three nights. Or Lakers Clippers. Yeah, like it's like it, literally, it's like three nights done. Like right there, NFL is going to beat the NBA three nights at least. You know, mm-hmm. of the week, and that leaves you to four, four days. You know, Tuesday Saturday maybe basketball. is something they could do. Yeah, literally, it's you know, it's it's brutal. So, I think it'll help for them. Obviously, once the NFL, uh, you know, kind of slows down a little bit, I think that's when we see the ratings kind of come back up. Because I don't think there's necessarily this loss of appreciation or love mm-hmm. for the NBA. It's not like something drastic happened. Right. I just think people are really into football right now. Football is king. Yeah, there's a lot going on with football. So We've seen that. I think just everything about how the way that the sports culture has changed, even in like the last five years, I mean, everything has gotten so much bigger. But I think football has really kind of taken a life on its own, especially with like the growth of the fantasy football and the DFS. People love that stuff, especially the fantasy football. I mean, everyone is doing that. The accessibility to go to the games and... Literally, you know, things our moms like that. are in our league, so right. we, yeah, we yeah. know. You know, it's a it's a family thing. A lot of people get involved with different stuff going on in the NFL. So, with the NBA, I think you know, there's a couple ways they could go about doing it. The in season tournament, I'd love to see it. I think we'd see more competitive regular season basketball, like you said, less of this load management kind of stuff that we're mm-hmm. we're seeing, which is unfortunate for the fans that are showing up right now. That that there's a ton. I want to see Kawhi. Um, <laughs> I just think with it, they should maybe just start the season. You know, a little bit later. Honestly, I think around this time, maybe a little bit earlier if you want to. But, I mean, this isn't a bad time to get started. And we were talking about it before. Like, right around Christmas is kind of when we feel like the NBA starts to heat up and really mm-hmm. catch its, you know, groove. So, maybe just starting it a little bit later and almost starting maybe with a couple weeks of regular season basketball and then getting into that tournament to get people, you know, interested and then, you know, NBA playoffs or NFL playoffs come around, then you can really get into the NBA regular season. So whether that means just starting it later or shortening the year and starting later, I just think it needs to be started later because you're not going to get those those fans earlier in the year. Sure, maybe for opening night or something, you get a couple people. But right, that's what I think they should look to do. As far as like what's going on in the league, what are you what are you seeing? <sighs> I don't. It's weird. Things are happening. The Blazers are bad. Melo uh, is on the Blazers. Melo is on Just the Blazers. Twenty-five. Yeah, that's, so that's crazy. kind of crazy. He's wearing double zero. It's a weird. Yeah. Luca is averaging close to a triple double. Thirty. Um, yeah, thirty points. Uh, ten. I'm pretty sure it's ten boards and then nine point eight. Uh, oh, so assists. Yeah, he's really close to 30, 10, and ten. Cat is like averaging like nine threes attempted <laughs> yeah. game. Like, which we've never seen from a center position before. He's having a hell of a hell of a year. Um, I would love it if we could get D'Angelo Russell. I would just love it yes, so much. Send, Two I, years ago, I would I'm have never said line that. Man. Nonstop, give him up, bro. It's frustrating. Y'all are bad. I saw, I saw something. Granted, you know, Instagram isn't the most reliable source, but I did <laughs> see something that you know, D'Angelo D'Angelo Russell did say that the weather did play a role in him choosing. Oh, good God! Or not wanting to come to Minnesota. Yeah, which I don't know how true it. that is, but I mean that's just like frustrating. We get it. I get it. We're about to get like a foot of snow. I know, but 
Just imagine playing with Carl Anthony Towns. You have money. Just buy a truck. Yeah, like you'll or be good, Or an SUV. Bro. People can drive you wherever. All wheel drive. You Come can, on. You can afford a Canada Goose, bro. Like, you're going to be fine. Yes. You'll be fine. Just get some um, Timberland and boots. You're and not, you're not here all the time. You're here for like half the year. Right. You know, for your 40-some games. And then the offseason, go wherever you want to. Yes. You know, I just would love to see that By the happen. time the playoffs pick up, it's beautiful here anyway. So it's yeah. only for like the... The middle of the season, the dog days of the Yeah, NBA, I mean, you definitely anyway. have, like, a decent amount of winter. Like, I get it, but I don't know. I just love to see us be able to get a free agent or make a trade <clears throat> and have it work out like we were hoping the Jimmy Butler deal would. Um, Wolves are playing pretty good mm-hmm. right now. Right now, they are the eight seed in the Western Conference, so do with that what you will. Still very early in the year. Um, but they're right around 500. They actually might be 500 or a game above. So it's very – or I think they're the seven, actually. They're the seven or the eight. They're right there with the Phoenix Suns, who have also been wow. an interesting team. Ricky Rubio, man. Wow. Get you a Ricky Rubio, and all of a Devin sudden Devin Booker the, is finally doing some things. And it's just like it seems like he has more pieces around him. Uh, Ricky Rubio playing well. And this is without DeAndre Ayton, who now looking back, Ooh. some of the people that he was picked over, that's probably something he's going to have to deal with for a while in his career. If he, you know, Granted, it's still super early, but mm-hmm. with guys like Trey Young and Luka who have mm-hmm. come out just – Balling, both of those guys, mm-hmm. um, balling out. So. There's been a lot of controversy to begin his career too, because there was the whole thing with you know him playing at Arizona, Arizona and yep. then Sean Miller basically the beginning. paid him out pocket to play there, and then he gets hurt. That's or, nuts. I think he got suspended actually for yeah suspended for PEDs or something like that. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it was. So, so he has a kind of a not a great suspension. beginning. No, not at all. And like you know, like we just said, Luca is averaging damn near 30, 10, and ten, and Trey Young is looking really good oh, as yeah. well. Really good as well. Um, I guess with the NBA, too, have you seen the City Edition uniforms? Have you gotten a chance to check some of those I've out? I've seen a lot of them. The Wolves one is beautiful, I as like always. It's a little bit more Baby blue. basic, yeah. I would say, but I like bit. it a lot. Yeah. I do like it a lot. Um, I would say one of my favorite ones, uh, the Atlanta Hawks one. Have you seen that one? I don't think I have. Oh, dude, you'll have to check it out after the podcast. Um, it's like their Peach Tree Edition, mm-hmm. so it's like a black mainly black jersey um but like the the embroidery is like peach and the numbers are peach it's pretty dope Ooh. yeah so love that jersey and obviously the nuggets jersey is crazy too have you seen that one yet i oh my goodness man off the show before i go i i've seen some of them here and there but i why are they changing all the uniforms like do you are they getting it's for ratings every year ratings for for more buzz um but yeah i mean it's essentially you know, like those old school, like '90s, like that white uniform with kind of like the rainbowish. Oh thing. yeah, like it's the, a black the neighborhood. Of that. Oh, yeah, it's nice. a black version of that. So it's nice. a pretty sleek, pretty smooth jersey. Um, Classic Nuggets. So some cool, yeah, some cool jerseys coming out. Some other ones like the Mavs one. I don't. Oh, that was love. hideous. Yeah, I, I saw like that. Mavs that was hideous. Yeah, I don't that looks like, like someone on Disney Channel design. Literally, that. yeah, literally, like the. Funny you said because like you have the Orlando Magic and like their jersey is you know better than that. I, that one's just black jersey, orange. It's kind of like a plain orange. Sort of that does that's not it even really part of their sense. color like, scheme. See, at least with what the is peach, wrong with, with the peach, it's not part of the Atlanta's color scheme, but it's like the peach state. Yeah, it's, so like, it's like part like, of oh, the, the heritage cool. and the culture. Like, like what is the Orlando Magic like? Is that like a Nickelodeon orange? homage? I mean, I don't know. Oranges, Florida. Oh, okay. I, don't, uh, I guess there you go. There it is. That's that's exactly. I'm sure what it is. Something. Yeah. It's, 
Yeah. They look. They don't look good, though. I don't like them. We'll keep an eye on the NBA and keep you updated as things go. But I think it's time to wrap it up. This has been a, a long, long episode. episode. Um, but, you know, all the teams back in action. This is the first time since week three that we haven't had teams on by. So it was Ooh. a full, full slate of games this week. You know, kind of divided with the holiday weekend. But we're back to having, you know, uh, a nano box next yeah. next Sunday night. So <laughs> that'll be yeah, fun. Excited, excited for this weekend. Excited to get back on the air next week. Um, hopefully talking about an Eagles win. Oh, and a Vikings win as well <laughs> on yeah, Monday we Night so. Football. Let's go, baby. That's one to be excited for. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a great holiday weekend, and we will hear from you next week. Deuces.